This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nation. The country we now call Australia was built on the stolen lands of hundreds of unique Indigenous nations, and we recognise that as white women, we continue to partake in and benefit from that act of colonisation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Books Up. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the book slide. Was that your sexy voice? <laughs> Welcome to Book Slut, a podcast bringing erotica out of the gutter and into a snobbier gutter. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Sam. It should go without saying that this podcast is not safe for work, so put your headphones in. Bit of a different vibe with our cups of tea rather than our cups <laughs> of wine. It is a different vibe. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you what the title of this one is. I just want I want to show you the book cover and, Love you, it. and you can you can read it out. Mm-hmm. Do I need to? Here you go. <laughs> Bisexually sandwiched by my sentient peanut butter husband and our new living jelly girlfriend. From the two-time Hugo Award finalist, Chuck Tingle. Yeah. Which is great, (laughs) quite honestly. Um, And the cover is, I mean, Living Jelly Girlfriend, I think. Looks terrifying. (laughs) Well, I also think it's a bit of a misnomer because she's obviously just one piece of jelly on a spoon. And the spoon is the living thing. I mean, the jelly just seems like it's just her face. So yeah, all right, okay. I guess that's getting very like specific. <laughs> um, but got great hair. Um, the one human in this is super ripped into it. Um, kind of looks like a pugilist. A what? A boxer. Okay. I couldn't think of the word boxer, and the As only word I could think of was pugilist. Jesus, your nerdiness knows no bounds. <laughs> Which I'm not even sure if that's how you say it, because I've only ever read the word. Yeah, right. I've never heard it before. <laughs> Good, because I'm unsure. But yeah, I completely <laughs> blanked on the word boxer there. Um, and the peanut butter husband is terrifying. <laughs> I like that the peanut butter is kind of shaped into his hair. Well, it kind of reminds me of... Did you ever see Animorphs at all? No. There are these evil, the evil things in Animorphs, uh, and this is like the third time I've spoken about Animorphs in a week, and <laughs> there's too many times, but the evil things in Animorphs are like these slugs that go into people's ears. Oh no, oh no. That's what he looks like to me. So, um, I mean, there's not really much use in me guessing what this is about, <laughs> because I feel like the title... <laughs> Kind of gives yeah. it away. There's all no of, all of Chuck Tingle's titles. I find really funny because they're like very long, wordy, and it's like, well, you've just given me the, the <laughs> entire plotline, everything that you're doing. Yeah. So I fucking loved reading this book, <laughs> and I mean, I use the word book lightly. It's very short. It was over before I was ready for it to be done. <laughs> Ooh, just like just I uh, was reading a bunch of things on the internet mm-hmm. that we'll get into later, but. I read these these things talking about lesbian porn and and lesbian erotica and they called them which I just I hadn't heard before and I think it's a great term a one-handed read. Oh, that Isn't is that great. Isn't that a great term? 
That I is great. Was, I read all these, <laughs> these listing like top 10 one handed reads. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a good term. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I so like much it. better than anything else I've like heard yeah. about on, on this kind of topic. I'm going to use that. Yeah, right? And it's also forward. like people don't know unless you know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. I know. Anyway, sorry. Yes. Um, so it was a one handed read. Uh, it was very entertaining. Okay. Um, there were definitely bits where I was like, "That's that's sexy." Mm-hmm. If I can remove the, <laughs> the, the spreads, <laughs> um, yeah, I found it really. It was fun. It was mm. lots of um, I don't know, like fun use of like wordplay and puns and things, which we did not right. maybe not like erotic in the traditional sense, but like certainly was a very enjoyable read. I was sad when it was done. Um, <laughs> so when I was looking at it on Amazon, and the, I've only ever bought two things off Amazon, um, both by Chuck Tingle. So <laughs> Wait, did you buy something before? <laughs> no, I bought... No. <laughs> I'm a long, long-standing I've fan. Had, I've had this one on the list for a while. So when I was on Amazon anyway, and I was reading about this book it was described as an erotic tale of 4,000 words of sizzling human on living peanut butter on sentient strawberry jelly action (laughs) (laughs) including anal blowjobs threesomes rough sex and bisexual food spreads love I think it's kind of amazing because it's tapping into a what I imagine for Americans not so big in Australia is like a childhood yeah, staple like a peanut butter like jelly PB and J sandwich. Which well, I never got. Have you ever had peanut butter and like jam? Though? Well, I think it's different though because American jelly is different to yeah. Australian jam, from yeah. what I've been told. Yeah, right. So I've never had a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Oh, see, so. I quite like like it does. It is nice with the salty and the sweet. Mm. All about that. My nana used to make peanut butter and lettuce sandwiches. Oh. Which is kind of weirdly works, right? You don't think it does, but it was always kind of like smooth peanut butter. We've already gone so off topic, but I, I have to stand up for this sandwich. It's like smooth peanut butter with lettuce. and then Smooth peanut butter? Yeah, but the lettuce gives it a crunch. Mm. But it also, because it's so like watery, breaks up the, oh, of yeah. the peanut butter. Yeah. You know, so you end up with this quite fresh peanutty... <laughs> Maybe that's sandwich. what this threesome was missing. You should, a lettuce. You should introduce <laughs> Some a lettuce person. watery, limp character. Oh, God, limp. <laughs> limp in the personality sense, okay. obviously. But also, you don't want limp lettuce. You don't want limp lettuce or a limp penis. No, I mean, it's, it's a lesson for all of us. Um, so... The story's pretty simple. There's not mm. a lot to it. Okay. Um, basically, I was really wanting some backstory on how the peanut butter became sentient. Oh no, they don't go into that. No. It's it's okay. it's almost taken as like a given. It's like yeah, of course, of, of course. course, he's got a peanut butter husband. That's just how it is, and now. that's just how it is now. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of a theme across a lot of Chuck Tingle's books as well. There's lots of sentient things, yeah, that are traditionally non-sentient. <laughs> Which I like, loved. Pounded in the butt by my sentient boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I should hope so. Actually, like, for example, one of the titles of one of his other books is 
slammed in the butthole by my concept of linear time. <laughs> like, that's some creative shit. I love the word butthole. <laughs> or kissed on my wiener by my own wiener. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, and sometimes he gets, like, a bit political. Like, one of them is Domold Trump pounded in the butt by the handsome Russian T-Rex who also peed on his butt and then blackmailed him with the videos of his butt getting peed on. <laughs> That's one title. Like, there's no need to read this. The- I mean, yeah. There's, there's no need for a story when your title is the entirety of the title. But I love the fact that there is someone out there who has, like, harnessed this medium to the point that they have been a finalist in, like, a very prestigious fantasy yeah. sci-fi award <laughs> and they have titles like that i know it's kind of like <laughs> douglas adams-esque he's like yeah, the douglas adams of erotica yeah apparently he um photoshops all of his own book covers as well that explains so much and then this is one of my favorites as well because he it, it's like becomes quite self-referencing Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the meta mm. element of this. So he's like, Douglas Adams had a baby with, with Kurt Vonnegut. Yes, exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> and then they decided to get into erotica. Yeah, and I'm sure Chuck Tingle would fucking love that. <laughs> um, and this title is Turned Gay by the Existential Dread that I May Actually Be a Character in a Chuck Tingle Book. So good. Like, that's genius. I just... I'm in I awe. just like how did you did you find out like how he got into this like do we well so it's a um pseudonym a pseudonym that's the word I was looking for or a nom de plume yeah and um so it's kind of like there's like an about me page on his website and whatnot mm-hmm. but it's really unclear if any of it is so does anyone true know who not? he is no ooh so he's like the Banksy of Douglas Adams and Banksy with some like sentient jelly. (laughs) Or maybe it's like Kurt Vonnegut, Douglas Adams and Banksy had a threesome and out of that threesome was born a sentient pen. Oh, it's not even human. It's not even human. Chuck Tingle is not even human. I love that I hope that Chuck Tingle hears this. (laughs) Right on, like Chuck Tingle. Send it to him. <laughs> uh, also, a great name. Such a great name. Yeah. <laughs> I really do feel like we need to come up with our own. I know. At some point, we should create a program to come up with people's. Yeah, because the because ones the ones we use sucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's Sorry. a startup idea. <laughs> For everyone listening <laughs> out there. Oh shit. Anyway, so this story. Do you want to know the name of the, the human in this? Absolutely. His name is Tempo Peeny. <laughs> um, so, Tempo Peeny. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Tempo Peeny. <laughs> Excellent name. Um, <laughs> Tempo Peeny and his peanut butter husband, whose name is Rimble, go out for dinner. 
Uh-huh. They seem like... What a... does a peanut butter eat? Well, Not it goes in... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it does no, it doesn't. It doesn't oh. eat peanuts. No nuts. No nuts. Well, goes... that makes sense. Yeah. That's your family. It <laughs> <laughs> goes into like quite a lot of depth about this because they go to this restaurant and everything on the menu has nuts in it. Ooh. And so Rimble's like, well, fuck, I can't eat anything. And then their waitress comes over and Tempo Peeny is like ready to be like, what the fuck? Mm. But then... She's uh, a beautiful jelly spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Standing before us is an absolutely gorgeous, sentient jelly strawberry from the looks of it. So they like have some banter. Mm-hmm. Classic bants between PB and J. <laughs> And the human. <laughs> and the human. Mm-hmm. And then she walks away and they talk about it. And he's kind of like, oh, did you get a vibe? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And But then... Which I, I have another question. Yeah. Which could be addressed later on in the book. I, I do feel I'm skipping ahead a little. Mm-hmm. But when a peanut butter man person ejaculates... Uh-huh. Is it peanut out? butter? I will get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have the answer. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to tell you yet. And if it is peanut butter... Are they just regenerating peanut? Like, does they create their own peanut butter insides? Like, we kind of do blood, but we don't really create it. We just kind of keep it moving around. And if they do create it, do they need to then eat peanuts to create the butter? Also, it's weird, right? Because it's like, when a human ejaculates... It's not blood. (laughs) It's not blood. It shouldn't be blood. (laughs) And if it is, you should go to see a doctor. But it's also not... You don't ejaculate a human. Like a sentient peanut butter ejaculating peanut butter is oh, yeah. kind of a weird. It's like a. It's like if a penis ejaculated like another penis. Yeah. Oh, oh god. There's a thought. <laughs> sounds like the next Chuck Tingle book. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds amazing. <laughs> I'd read it. Anyway. Sorry. Yes. Tempo Peeny does make a really good point because Rimble's like, oh well, sh- should we like ask her out or whatever? And Tempo Peeny's like. She's at work. She's at work. She's a waitress. She's mm. probably just being friendly. Mm-hmm. It's inappropriate for us to oh, like. preach and was, tempo. And as a you know a former waitress, I was like, thank you, tempo, Peeny. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, turns out she asks them out as they're leaving. Oh, right side, side note: they order two chocolate milks as their drink. <laughs> Ooh, <what>? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would be enough for me as a waitress to be like, no. Yeah. Doesn't matter how hot I find you, you ordered two chocolate milks and your grown ass adults and peanut butter. Like, yeah, you no. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was strange too. Yeah, no, that's too much. So she asks them out, and then tempo. So the book is written from Tempo's point of view, mm-hmm. the human's point of view. Um, so human centric. I know. <laughs> Another negative for Chuck. Um, and he thinks to himself. It's like something out of some fantastical erotic novel, yet here we are in real life. A man, his peanut butter husband, and a beautiful jelly woman. (laughs) And I just love that it was self-referencing again. I would also really love being called a beautiful jelly woman. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's both adorable and also reminds me of Destiny's Child. Oh yeah. And I'm into it. I feel like we're slowly learning more and more about <laughs> what you like and don't like. And so and what it's, I, it's a very weird picture. So what I've got so far is that you're in you you'd like them to talk about like their phallus mm. and call you a beautiful jelly woman. <laughs> um 
Yeah. So anyone listening no, is getting some like hot, hot tips on how to pick up Abby. <laughs> oh god. Um. So they um they all go back to their apartment and Tempo's like, oh, I'm gonna make some dinner for us, and then the sentient jelly whose name is Ponda. Didn't they just go out for dinner? Well, they didn't end up eating anything because there was all nuts in it. But, like, so in it that they couldn't just get it without the nuts? Well, apparently they just wanted their chocolate milk. And then I, I was about, that was my next question. And then on finding out that nothing could be done without <laughs> nuts, they decided, well, we'll stay and get a chocolate yeah, milk. Yeah, well, because they were into the waitress. And they had to hang around for a bit. Right, right, fair. Anyway, so, <laughs> they're, so they're, he's about to cook dinner. And then Ponda, the... the Ponda replay? The... The, the jelly <laughs> is like, why another question sorry another question <laughs> yeah. why does Tempo Pini have two names and the peanut butter and the jelly only have one I, I couldn't answer that I although you, maybe Rimble is Rimble Peeny. oh Rimble Peeny! <laughs> I love that but like why are they not deserving of two I, names I don't know are they not fully are they not fully sentient <laughs> I was here Maybe they're the... just like Madonna. Ooh, that oh, is a good bold. counter argument. <laughs> so Tempo's like, oh, I could make a pasta. And then Ponder is like, well, I was hoping we could make a sandwich. Mm. <laughs> and then it's on from there. Right. Like that's... But there's no, there's no sentient bread. Well, he's like... the bread. Tempo's the bread. But actually, no. Because the like the sort of the, the peak sexual act in this is when the peanut butter husband anally penetrates tempo mm-hmm. while he is fucking ponder so he's in the middle and he's penetrating ponder yeah so somewhere in the spoon i don't the vagina. i don't know how accurate the cover is <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that seems like it would be very cold yeah probably <laughs> it's either cold or it's sticky i don't know what's better sticky yeah okay i think i mean i mean we'll get into that <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess that's like kind of like a... Like yet warm. That's like a reverse Sorry. sandwich if he's standing in. It's like bread. one piece of bread with peanut butter on one side <laughs> yeah. and jelly on the other side. And then you can't eat it because you can't hold it. <laughs> you would have to stick a fork in it and eat it like an umbrella. <laughs> I mean, have they never made a sandwich before? <laughs> Come on, Ponder. <sighs> Um, so that happens, they have a lot of sex, and at the end then, so like, towards the end of their sexual, uh, uh, session, um, Ponda gets down and, and is like, give me your loads, come for me and whatever, and so she's, she's lying there, and the, both the peanut butter and Tempo are jizzing on her, jerking themselves off towards her, peanut butter, husband, <laughs> the quote is actually quite good, my husband erupts first, Ejecting a hot load of sweet peanut butter across the strawberry jelly's beautiful body. It paints her breasts in a glorious pattern of spunk, which Ponder then scoops up with her fingers. And then she goes on to use that as lube on Tempo, who then also comes. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, deal with. there's a lot happening there. Some further questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if, like, I wonder at what temperature the peanut butter is. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't want it too hot. And, like, at what temperature jelly starts to melt? Yeah. Because I think if I held jelly in my hands, 
Yeah. It would not stay firm for very long. So I I wonder about the logistics. <laughs> of, I think she should be more focused on her self-preservation. Yeah, that's, that's true. Than being like... They'd never be able to get into temperature play, hey? No. It would... I mean, cold. Oh, yeah. They could both do cold. Yeah. Well, because you know when you put peanut butter on toast and it like slides off? Maybe that's what they're into. Yeah. But then do you... Like, do, do they just like become a puddle and then reform? Do they lose any of their jelly? I can't answer these questions. <laughs> but they're Chuck, excellent. If you're listening. <laughs> we want to wanna read more of these kind of logistical details. <laughs> I feel like this is the problem I've had with a few of the yeah. books. <laughs> logistical questions it's very hard to be aroused if you're not sure about the mechanics, the mechanics of it. um and then so at the end um they ask her to stay and she's like real chuffed about that because she thought that they were going to ask her to leave but mm. they were like no we're really into you why don't you stay and like for the night for forever well, has she found her forever home like <laughs> she's not a pet <laughs> Well, it's for the night, but it's kind of, there's this really quite sweet moment at the end where, um, sweet because it's jelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tempo pulls a frozen strawberry cheesecake out of the freezer and like looks at it and then makes this decision to throw it in the bin because she, she doesn't eat berries because she's, oh, yeah. right. So it's like is quite sweet. a sweet gesture to be like, no, I'm done with eating berries except in a sexy way. <laughs> Another question. <laughs> yeah. Did we ever find out if she was strawberry yes. jelly? Yeah. So she is strawberry yeah. jelly. She also says that she eats cherries because cherries aren't a berry. <laughs> That's contentious. <laughs> cherries aren't a berry. What makes a berry? I mean, cherry is a fruit. It's a Yeah, it's like a mini stone fruit, isn't it? Yeah, but what makes a berry? Oh, is it the seeds are on the outside? No, but that's a, like a blueberry doesn't have seeds on the outside. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> and we are getting into the, the deep questions <laughs> the deep here. Questions. <laughs> what is a berry? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but again, do we know that it is a, it's like an allergy thing for them? Or is it literally like a cannibalism thing? It's a, they find it repulsive. Disconcerting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a bit in the book where they're talking about, she's like, oh, come on. Uh, Rimble, tell me you've never like you've never had a little. You've bit never of... licked a peanut, <laughs> and, he, and he confesses that one time he ate an entire Snickers bar. I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love. I think it's those little gems of uh, backstory that really make this for me. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Um, and then it was done. I was expecting more, and I was like, I, I swiped to the next page, and I was like, oh. It's done. And that was it. And I wanted to... I was enjoying it. You were left wanting more. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like maybe if there was more, it would not be as enjoyable. Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like there's only so many. Yeah. Did the peanut butter... Did Rimble ever penetrate Ponda? No. And I do wonder, actually, now that you bring that up, like, with all that friction and the temperature, like, would that... That would be a mess, surely. But no more, I guess, than than the human man's penis. Yeah. Unless that's... unless the sentient peanut butter it does like metabolize at a higher How rate does... and therefore has a higher How body. How does a sentient fit? peanut butter shower? Like, surely you collect I mean, a lot he, of hair and if dust he and stuff. Comes peanut butter. 
does he shit peanut butter? <laughs> and is <laughs> that peanut butter also sentient? <laughs> because... Well, surely if he's... If, it can't just be all peanut butter leaving his body, because otherwise his cum would have been sentient. Whee! <laughs> <Just> <laughs> running away. Creates his own little peanut butter person. Oh, God. Does that mean that... That Ponda would, like, wee jelly? Yeah. Can she wee? Can he wee? Can anybody wee? <laughs> How are they urinating? Like, I guess if they're... <laughs> Your face. You look <laughs> truly puzzled. If they're eating... Yeah. They probably poop. They must. Food. Yeah. Unless the food somehow gets turned into peanut butter on the way. Like, I mean, because right, yeah. a human isn't just made of blood. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So the peanut butter person couldn't possibly just be peanut butter. There would have to be, like, other other things. Yeah. And also, they def- human cum and human shit are not the same thing. So it would <laughs> be... good to clarify. It would be- <laughs> yes. It is. <laughs> um, and so it would be, you know, it. we shouldn't assume that a peanut butter would come and shit the same thing. That's true. We shouldn't assume that. <laughs> we shouldn't assume anything about But I really peanut don't butter. feel like the peanut butter would come peanut butter. Well, you can take that up with Chuck. <laughs> I just feel like... What would you like the peanut butter to come? The milk would be nice, I think. <laughs> milk would be good. No? Milk could be quite good. It would be quite runny, but that's that's nice. And But also, like, then if you had a sentient bicky, you could, like, dunk the bicky in the, in the <laughs> milk. And eat it. Oh. <laughs> I see. I see. And well, then you would be taken to jail. Well, actually, because then I was really enjoying it. And I wanted to read more of Chuck Tingle stuff oh, just yeah, to get a sense. Did eat Ponda out? Yes, Tempo did for a long time. Like he he sucked off Rimble for a while mm. and was like, mmm, peanut butter," and then licked this out is the Ponda. Thing, right? Like it was like, like jelly. a peanut butter penis. Yeah. Is the peanut butter coming off? Or Ew. does it? Oh, oh no! <laughs> does it just taste? Like, is it just oh, like, like, I don't know, like a, like a solid thing that tastes like peanut butter or is it peanut butter? Because then again, the, yeah. you would like, <laughs> that's going to sound excellent. <laughs> you would be like, you know how they used to put peanut butter on like dog's mouths in old uh, movies so that yeah. they look like they were talking. Your jaw would hurt more than normal. Oh, you would have that real like claggy. Yeah. <laughs> None of your saliva would be working properly. Unless it. Milk, and then they'd be like, Oh, well, this cuts, cuts straight through. Yeah, they'd have to come pretty quick, like, yeah, that's true. To cut straight through. That's true. I like a couple of sucks for... and then a milk explosion <laughs> for logistics' sake. I think that it needs to be solid, yeah. Otherwise, how would that work? Yeah, it wouldn't work. Well, that's what I was thinking with, with eating out a jelly person, yeah. Like, are you actually consuming... like, are you actually eating them? Or is it just like a kind of solid, it's like jelly in a mold of a vagina. That, that would be excellent. So she's kind of like a jelly molly more than jelly. I would, if that's the case, and, I would fuck a jelly lady. And he is kind of like the inside of a Reese's Pieces. Ah. More than actual peanut butter. I'm more and more aroused <laughs> by this. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Reese's Pieces. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. What would you be pounded by, food-wise? Mm, food-wise. <laughs> That's sentient. Yeah, right. That, I mean, let's, let's yeah. keep this real, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Can I go non-food item? Oh, but a sentient, a sentient thing that's yeah. not normal. Yes, please tell me. I mean, I, I think it may just be because my eye fell on it as I was looking around the room, but um, a candle. Oh. I feel like a sentient candle. So like Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> not a candelabra. <laughs> just the candle. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, okay. Again, you would have a problem. And then, like, oh, and then you could, like, light them on fire. <laughs> Temperature wave, yeah. be in it. And would then you, you could have, like, burning wax. I was, was going to say, would you Would you be into the wax stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I go. mean, you have to have a fair bit of trust. Yeah, well, wax. I mean, I think if you're putting a candle inside you. I mean, yeah, but if, if it was a sentient candle, <laughs> I would trust that it knew its own body <laughs> well enough to know... How hot? Do you apply the same kind of uh, logic to humans? Do you trust that the humans you let inside you know how hot they are? <laughs> or how, you know, how to behave? No. Yeah, see, there's the flaw. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but it's a candle. <laughs> Not a man. <laughs> okay. It's a sentient candle. I mean, it's probably gone through some shit. I mean, unless all of the candles were sentient, I guess. Um, food item. Do you have a food item? Um, strategically, you'd want something with a bit of like friction, form. Yeah, and form. I, I don't think, think it would be a spread or a sauce. No, I think a cake would be quite nice. Are you? Do you? Have you heard of uh, sploshing? Sploshing. Yes, I have a lot to say about sploshing. Yeah, tell so me what you think should, about because, but I'm also because the first thing I read was saying that sploshing was deriving sexual pleasure from sitting on food. And that is incorrect. Mm, I know. Um, but more on that later. <laughs> so I, I read a lot of Cosmo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> haven't read that much Cosmo <laughs> since I was about 15 years old. Yep. I'm glad that you've gone full swing in the other direction. Yeah, I'm away from very me. academic. <laughs> so I, I read a lot of things about just how people use food insects mm-hmm. in these like cosmo kind of ways less than like the actual sploshing wet and messy fetish mm-hmm. yep. stuff just like spice up your sex life with a banana <laughs> like that kind of stuff yeah a banana is not what i'd choose but... <laughs> the other thing was obviously just a lot of doctors being like please stop putting spreads in your vagina yeah, we completely, completely disrupt your pH balance. Yeah, and it's just like, please stop doing this. Like, so many doctors posting stuff on their blogs, like, stop putting, like, vulva, yes, vagina, no. Yeah, right? like, a, around, not in. Not in, and it's just like, stop putting it in, but... Um, also, that wouldn't be particularly, I guess, if you, like, use it as, like, a lube or something, right? Like, the yogurt? Yeah. Or like whatever, like whatever. You yeah, use. whatever spread it is. Like, uh, like how else would you be like? Well, no, I think it's more like fruit, like oh. frozen grapes. 
oh, how do you get that out again? You don't. Like, that's the problem. Although this one woman said that her partner sucked it out of her. <laughs> 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 I'm making a lot I of mean, mouth noises. I, think, this I like the idea of the sensation of a Yeah, well, break. that's the thing, right? It's like the fr- it's the it's the temperature play yeah. stuff. But um, I found one story that was with two women. Mm-hmm. And she said she was um, peeled a banana. Oh, no. <laughs> and she stuck it in her vagina so it was sticking out like a penis yeah and then this girl mimicked fellatio while putting the banana in her mouth and slowly ate pieces of it and i get the humor aspect of that but no one's getting any pleasure from that like yeah like just because you have a banana in your vagina but i mean does not mean you have the sensation yeah but not everything has to be like physically pleasurable for it to play a role in like the build-up and the eroticism around it like that the taboo nature of it and the that playing around together could i was like it's just a bit odd also bananas often don't have that much structural integrity like no not to fit in yeah the vagina yeah maybe like, it, was it would frozen. like squish whatever <laughs> <laughs> um and i discovered there's a few things i discovered that i learned that mm-hmm. i feel like it's, it's i feel like we should tell people mm-hmm mm-hmm they well, I want to know. They talk a lot least. about spices and like you know spice up your love life. Oh no, sorry. I'm on a roller coaster right now. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about um, not just the physical pleasure. Uh huh. I ended up on this website which I didn't put anything down from, but it just reminded me. Uh, called askmen.com. Oh, brilliant! Mm. Yes, and it was talking about using food in sex. Uh huh. And had this disclaimer at the front that the like first paragraph being like obviously it's quite awkward to use food while you're penetrating your woman oh no yeah gross but then it's like so when i'm talking about using food i mean in the like play and foreplay which we i can i'm referring to as sex in inverted commas and i was like honey that is sex. <laughs> yeah, there's so much wrong with that. That's upsetting. That's more upsetting than anything that could have possibly been in the article. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's gross. I read um, an article from menshealth.com mm-hmm. with the best foods to bring into the bedroom. Because I was, I guess, similar to you. I was like, oh, I wonder what the men are saying. <laughs> what do men say about food? And their list was... Chocolate truffles, honey. Honey came up a lot, and that honey. seems hard to me. Like, there are a lot of foods that I'm like, yeah, okay, I could probably see how that would work, but honey is sticky. I watched this great mini documentary on Vine. Me too! About, about splashing with Mistress Shay. Oh, no, but I did watch a few other ones. Oh, I watched one specifically about splashing, and yeah. I guess we should explain at this point that, that splashing is um, food-related play. Basically, yeah, it's like a subgenre of wet, wet and, and messy. Yeah, um, because wet and messy is just generally like substances. Yeah, so wet and messy can include like liquids and yeah. and mud and yeah, okay, stuff yeah. like that. Um, whereas I'm pretty sure splashing is more food. food. Yeah, um, but they used honey on this person, so it was just this great mini documentary that had a dominatrix that specialized in splashing. Yeah. And it was intense. Yeah. Like, I was like, I get it. 
Like it's I kind of get it too. Yeah, and she did this great thing. So the honey thing was like you start off and it's kind of like a massage, but obviously as you keep on touching it and and moving it around the body, it becomes like more and more viscous yeah. and then it it creates a certain a little bit of pain. Yeah. So it's like that kind of Oh yeah. Yeah, so it, it it's about and and she was talking about how it's about layering the food items and the different sensations that yeah. they create and so she did this thing, and also temperature play, because yeah. certain things are hot and certain things are cold. And she did this great thing with ice cream. Mm-hmm. She basically, like, covered this woman in ice cream and then poured soda. And it fizzed oh, and made cool. this, like, she's like a human spider, you know? Oh, into that. And it was like, but you know you know the feeling of, of spiders? Yeah. That, that kind of, like, yeah. soft... Yeah. So it would have been that all over her body. And then she would put like sprinkles over the honey and just create these like a lot of different textures and they were all blindfolded. Yeah. And like I was just watching it and I was like, Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if, well, I mean, who's to say? I haven't tried it. I don't know if I would get the kind of sexual gratification from it, but I'm certainly like very intrigued and drawn to the idea of different. Um, textures, textures and substances and kind of like um, well it's so like sensuous you yeah. know like that and uh, sensuous in the sense of like your senses yeah and the different smells and yeah tastes and whatever that yeah I, I can can see why that would be arousing yeah and I think like there are a few things of I guess that to me is kind of the difference right you have like sex involving food items and then sploshing, which is kind of like the the act of that is the is the gratification. Is the, it's not like ooh, we're spicing up our sex life with a bit of yeah food. whipped cream on my nipples or whatever. Yeah, and they love putting shit on your nipples. Yeah, it's always like ice cube on the nipples, grape on a nipple. Like you know, you're like okay, yeah, <laughs> I get it. The nipples are sensitive. Um, did you read? I mean, there's a lot of stuff about. I feel like we need a safety warning, but we've, we've already kind of touched on it. But, like, don't put things up your vagina. Yeah. It's a yeast infection. It's, a, it's, just, it's just asking to happen. If you're going to use a vegetable like a cucumber, pop a condom put on. a condom on it. Like, also, then you can lube it up. Exactly. Like, I, I read this thing that was by a gynecologist who was saying, she's like, put a bit of peanut butter on the clitoris. But then she said, um, you just need to know that once it's on there, it has to come off. And she says that takes a long time, so you have to find the person who's willing to do it. All right. <laughs> Which was one of the things that I saw was basically that, you know, oh, you need to get all of this off yeah. before you have sex, particularly if you're putting something on the person's penis. Yeah. Um. So you either need to just, like... Have a sexy shower. Yeah. You either just need, need to lick until you can't lick no more. Even then, though, I think even once we've been, we were finished with licking, I think I'd be like, all right, let's now have a shower together. Like, just to be safe. Yeah. Um, and then there was also a few things about, like, aphrodisiacs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that kind of stuff, which the only interesting thing I really found, it was just kind of a bunch of the norm stuff, but said that um, one of them, is cheddar cheese. Damn. You're set. I was like, <laughs> that explains so much. <laughs> I do feel sexy after eating a block of cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when I think about aphrodisiacs, I always imagine, like, what 
disgusting meal you'd end up with if you tried to put them all together. Oh. Like asparagus with some oysters and some chocolate. Like, yuck. And also just, yeah. like, I I don't get the asparagus thing. Well, I think because a lot of aphrodisiacs are also because they look sexual. So the way that you eat asparagus, especially if it's, like, dripping in, like, butter and stuff and you, like, you know, it's, it's quite a phallic shape. Mm. So... And similarly with oysters, they are apparently supposed to look similar to a vulva, a vulva. which is terrifying <laughs> to think of. Um, um, I think, like, I, I read some stuff about, some other stuff about cheese that was, like, basically using it like you would chocolate, like warm, warm cheese, yeah, like a fondue. Yeah, were you just trying to justify your cheese <laughs> habit? It's bread here in cheese. <laughs> good because then they'd have to lick it off i mean I there is something like, very sexy about like melted three. cheese it's like <laughs> like oh, oh that like strings like yeah that, that pool of the yeah. pizza yeah <laughs> yes that's exactly that or like when you dip something in fond like a fondue yeah and then you pull it out and it's like mm. i'm tapping into a part of me today that i didn't anticipate i did not think i would be as into like the food thing as i yeah. am like as a kind of sensation yeah type thing particularly like a lot of the stuff is like you blindfold and then you just like it's all about the way that you're feeling which would also just be highly erotic in the sense that once you hand over that trust and that mm. which you lose a sense once you lose a sense of sight um like people tie each other up for a reason you know like it's hot yeah add in some some interesting sensations where you're like oh what is that that feels yeah. good that feels strange like i yeah it makes sense yeah it would be such a weird thing for me to be like on one hand the food thing cool but on the other hand I'm very stressed about how messy this is like I would need to go Dexter on my room I would be like they come home and they're hanging off the the walls like you know yeah I know I think I would need to do some prep similar similarly just so that I could get out of my head to enjoy it otherwise I'd be like we've ruined this mattress yeah (laughs) forever I also read a lot of things about blowjob enhancers with food did you watch the one from... The Grapefruit Blowjob? Yeah, Auntie, Auntie Angel? Angel. Yeah, because I read this thing that said, like, the infamous yeah. Grapefruit Blowjob, and I was like, I have never heard of this. And I thought citrus would be not good on a penis. Yeah. Like, what if they have a cut? I mean, I don't know. I well, assume... she does make... Did you watch the video? No, I didn't oh, okay. watch so she I does... was in a public cafe. Oh. <laughs> Fair. Well, I watched the video, and she makes a big point of... Um, using a condom so that you protect the penis from right. stuff like that. But what about it up over the edges, you know? Like, what about the stuff over the sides? <laughs> exactly. Because the other one was like a donut. Oh, I didn't you see You put that. a penis, a penis, like the penis of your partner, not just any old penis. Stick <laughs> it in the donut. Yeah, you, know, you put a donut around it and then like you kind of nibble on the donut while you give a blowjob. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a nice snack. <laughs> I don't, like how, I don't know how I don't know how would add any sensation to them. No, it just sounds I mean, like maybe it's like, like mm. a cock ring because like it's quite small. How would you get that over there without it splitting though? Well, the the thing that I read did say to use a hearty donut. <laughs> Imagine going to the donut store and being like, "Well," and said that she could only get it on the tip, and he had to like Jesus. push it on. Well, so I watched, um, yeah, I watched the video, and she sort of was giving this workshop to this group of women mm. on how to do this the grapefruit blowjob technique but she also had a few other techniques that she wanted to share 
one of them was, uh, to, maybe just for context, for people who haven't heard of the grapefruit <laughs> blowjob technique, you basically cut a grapefruit. Oh my God, you <laughs> Cut the ends off a grapefruit, cut a hole out of the middle, warm it up, and then use that while, or like up and down over the, the shaft of the penis while, while stimulating the top with mm. your mouth. Um, which doesn't look sexy while I was watching her do it on a, on a dildo. I was like, that is not. Also, something highly problematic I thought was she was like, she was like, don't tell your man that you're going to do this, like blindfold him or whatever, otherwise he'll say no. And I was like, well, maybe you should be communicating with your partner about. I read, I read this story from this guy that was talking about, um, how he has this, uh, wet and messy thing with mud and clay uh-huh. and how I was just so shocked by this so he was with his girlfriend at the time they've now been married for two years but three years ago he was like I have these fantasies but didn't really tell her what the fantasy is not a takeaway always talk through the actual fantasy don't yeah. just be like I have fantasies like talk about your fantasies yeah definitely <laughs> um and he he just said I have fantasy. She was like, oh well, let's like I'm don't be ashamed. I can you know whatever. Let's do this. And then he turned up with like fifty dollars of clay. And that's a lot of clay, I imagine. <laughs> she was like, uh, what? And then he put it in the bathtub and tried to get her in, and she freaked out. Which I mean, yeah, okay, like again, just just talk before yeah, you yeah. kind of do this. And then his response is to like shut the door. And try and get off, like, alone with the clay. Oh, okay. And she gets mad. And then he's like, why is my girlfriend mad at me? She's kink-shaming me. And it's like, no. Yeah, that's... You were just a bit of an asshole. I think communication (laughs) is key. (laughs) Jesus. But anyway, sorry. So, yes, always talk about these. Yeah, I just thought it was strange that she was kind of suggesting otherwise. Yeah, no. Your boyfriend should not wake up in the middle of the night with a grapefruit on his dick. (laughs) No, he shouldn't. And if he does, he has a right to be angry, quite frankly. (laughs) He also sleeps very well. Yeah. Um, One of the other techniques that she used was a cucumber. Uh So cutting it in half and taking, like, the fleshy bit out and then putting it in the microwave and then using it as, like, a... Like penis armor. Yeah, well, she was like, she was, it was funny. I, I had a good laugh at it. She was like, you know, and sometimes when your man wants a blowjob and you don't want to give him a blowjob, here's an alternative. Do not say your man and your woman. I was quoting her, but I agree with you entirely. Ever. One thing that I took away from this video was that I loved was at one point she was like, and I took this down as. <laughs> something something to try later <laughs> she said remember that you control the dick you never let the dick control you I mean and that is wisdom for that life that is wisdom <laughs> that is wisdom so I feel like I learned a lot about food and sex doing a bit of like I think I went into it a little bit closed minded and being like oh messy uh, blah and then I just, the only thing that I'd really thought about with food and sex was like chocolate and whipped cream. Oh, the other one was that they, I saw Vice went around and just asked strangers about food and sex. Oh. And I was really quite struck by how many people were like, that's super weird. I just, I never thought it was that weird. No. I always just thought it was like a thing. Yeah. It's pretty like low on the scale of 
before I knew about splashing and all of that, yeah. like I thought on a scale of kinks, it was quite low. Like everyone kind of has the idea of, you know. And there's lots of different ways to incorporate food into your sex life. It doesn't necessarily have to be smearing on someone's body. Like even like, you know, the act of sharing a bottle of wine while you're having sex at the same well, time, and this is example. And this is something that they, that came across a lot was this idea of like food is, sensuous by itself, in and of itself right? yeah. and so like a lot of things were like you know you don't need to put it into the actual sex act you can like be the build up and the making food for someone and yeah. you know all of this which stuff i is, love that idea yeah is super sexy and can be like it's part of the experience yeah. right um but another interesting thing that somebody said was that there's a lot of people who have hang-ups around food and sex so it could be a potential trigger for people. Yeah, totally. Which I never really thought about. That makes the sense. The idea of, you know, because it's, it's both like, I guess, the vulnerability and then also the food aspect. And yeah. most of this food is And a lot of people have quite... an emotional connection to food in some way and some kind of relationship with sex. So it makes sense that that would bring up something. something. If there was something yeah. there, right? And I was like, that's a good thing to keep in mind yeah. with that kind of stuff. It is quite a, it can be quite a sensitive yeah. Issue, I guess. Do you want to know the one study that I looked at? Oh, yes. So apparently there was this uh, survey done of 12,000 adults from all over the world and it came back with uh, 54% of millennials find food just as pleasurable as sex and 35% would choose a really, really nice dinner at an excellent restaurant over having sex. And I was like, wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Like, are they just having Have terrible they never sex? Come? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I love food. Yeah. I don't think I'd pick it over no. good like sex. Like, if, if it was, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Were yeah. they just saying, like, would you rather have a nice meal or have sex? Yeah, if you're rolling the dice with, if, like, someone off Tinder. Yeah, exactly. Like, probably take the dinner. Yeah, like, if I'm just going to pick some <laughs> random up, it's going to be the dinner. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to be the dinner. But but if it was, like, if I, if it actually, that being said, even if it was literally a choice, you know, like, nice dinners and no sex ever, mm-hmm. or, like, sex and... Never a nice meal. Yeah. Sweet. Every day. Oh, actually, no, I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough would you rather. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about as well when I was just, just kind of like pondering this topic. And I think that I. Whoa, whoa, whoa sorry. Loophole. Yep. Can the sex involve food? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one or the other. <laughs> Damn um, I think I find it exceptionally sexy when people are into sex you're into sex into food like into trying mm. new foods into going out and being like adventurous with food like that is quite a, like a a, a a characteristic of someone that i am attracted to yeah and i think that it i mean i don't want to make a grand like generalization but i think that it does kind of say something about someone if they're not willing to explore with food mm. I don't know. I just, I feel to like me, it would be boring. <laughs> to, to me, food is such a, such an experience. Yeah. Like it's such it's a so kind of like, sensory. it's the, yeah, it's the look of it, the taste, the smell, like the mouth feel, yeah. all of those things. Mouth and feel. and um, I read a few things about like the similarities between food and sex. And a lot of it is based on that fact that it yeah. is, it is very about 
all of your senses. Um, but I think if there is someone who doesn't enjoy food, that my immediate thought is that they just like don't take enjoyment where they can find it. Yeah. And like if they treat food just as a as like fuel. Yeah. Or as, it's it's just like it's such a missed opportunity um for enjoyment. Yeah. That I then think that they and this is such generalization casting large aspersions yeah. on <laughs> a large amount of the population, but I feel like maybe they don't enjoy or they they wouldn't be as willing to just like enjoy pleasure for pleasure's sake. Yeah. Kind of like just have this kind of great thing yeah one final one final thing Mm -hmm. side just a side thing yeah about things that you can eat while having sex yeah edibles yeah i'm glad you brought this up because that's gonna be one my one final thing go on tell me (laughs) (laughs) um i read a thing about eating cannabis chocolates oh i i meant edibles in a different way go on oh (laughs) You can go with yours next, and then we will end. Yeah. Um, the idea of having a cannabis edible, Mm -hmm. and then um, stick with foreplay until the effects kick in, which can take like up to an hour. Uh, It's like a little challenge. Oh, and then you get to have sex while you're high. Yeah, I think that in a future episode we should do a book that's around drugs, drugs like Sex on X. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I had a brief look to see what was on the market in terms of like edible toys. Mm. Just, I was just looking into like the alternative is if you're not into actual food, but you want to sort of play with that sort of sensory exploration, there's all kinds of like lubes, flavored mm. lubes and edible body butters. Have you used and... a flavored lube? Like a flavored condom? Not a, I've used um, flavored condoms I've before. Never used it a just it condom. it tastes like I don't like lollies, and I yeah, assume exactly that it tastes like fake, taste like. like plasticky lolly. It's like a lolly that's been left in your handbag for a while. Yeah, it's not. I, I I'd be interested to try one that was like high quality, like a high quality flavored. Yeah, lube. like when did you use a flavored lube? Was it when you were like yeah sixteen? It's probably like, come a long way. It kind of tastes like like flavored lip gloss. Uh, you know, like yeah. a, like that kind of sickly. Yeah. But I it was um so so Doc Johnson's one of like the major sex toy manufacturers in, in the US. And they some of the flavors of, of lube that they have or that they've experimented with is lime, rosemary, chili, fried chicken, and bacon flavoured. Fried chicken. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Not into that. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Or bacon. No. Or chili. I mean, that's quite literally adding spice <laughs> to your relationship. <laughs> uh, all right. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 